Yo, back again, back again, back again, in continuation from last week. As we know, life is full of surprises, both good and bad, and the day-to-day journey is full of unforeseen obstacles, and sometimes it's hard for us to see our way through. Beyond the norm and mundane are where unscripted dreams live. Join us for thought-provoking discussions and interviews to help us navigate through the fog and create our own path. We are the Unscripted Dream Podcast, operating outside the margins to motivate and inspire our audience. Before we go further, man, I just want to say, man, thank you for supporting Unscripted Dreams podcast all this longer time. You know, if you want to look at short clips of our episodes, feel free to look us up at Unscripted Dreams on TikTok. That's where we put our little short clips on. We upload every Tuesday, Thursday. So feel free to spread the love. You know what I'm saying? As you know, if you're listening to this, we own pretty much every streaming platform. Apple, Spotify, Tidal, you, you name it, you can find us. So. Yeah, man, feel free to just spread that knowledge or spread that word, man. You know, this is us giving back to the community. So moving forward, today's episode is about what now. And that's probably why I opened up with a promo, because what now is basically what we're going to talk about. It's about you being the successor of your storyline, like you did what you saw after to do, you know, and you may not necessarily know what's next for the future, but you overcame those hard, at the time, what were veered as hard obstacles, you know, as we know, life is not a cakewalk. So, you know, it's just more so a celebration to let you know you still got more work to do, but, you know, at the same time, you know, acknowledge that, that you came thus far, but we also don't want you to lose sight of that or lose that level of motivation because that's what got you to where you are today. So when you think about what's next, you think about what should I do? How do I give back? How do I keep doing more? So, you know, you teach, maybe you give back, you know, that doesn't necessarily equate to fortune from a monetary standpoint, but, you know, that could be giving back from the knowledge that you've gained, the experience you've gained. You know, that's way more fruitful than anything that's physical or, in my opinion, you know, if you can teach somebody how to fish, you know, they'll eat forever. That's just my Marcus, you got anything to say? Yeah. So in the last episode, on the back end, we kind of talked, it's kind of prerequisite. This is, if you listen to this, this is the first episode, you probably need to go back to listen to from the ashes from previous week. But yep. <clears throat> towards the back end of the episode, we kind of talked about, uh, Joe kind of talked about like taking ownership and all that good stuff. And when you break even, like I said, when, when you, when you kind of pull yourself out, out of the dirt, you, you have to figure out what to do. Like, what are you going to do now? Because the battle, sometimes the, the immediate battle is just getting back to zero, right? That's, that's, where, that's where we're going. But after that, then you're fighting a, another battle and that's figuring out what to do next. So one of the key things, in my opinion, is just taking ownership for every decision that everything that's happened to you, taking ownership holding yourself accountable because nobody makes us do anything. Like we, we make our choices. Like we make the choices ourselves. We're influenced by things, but ultimately we make the final decision. As soon as we're able to make the final decision and we know we're, we're making those decisions. Invictus, so, buddy, look it up. So, so we, you talk about ownership and you hear people here, I don't know if it's popular or not terminology, but taking your power back and like historically, at least for me. We're kind of conditioned to naturally give away our power to other people. Some of it before we even knew that we gave it up. If you go back, you think about school, it's all about just finding a job. Like, oh, you'll get a good job or something like this or find a job. So 
is is pretty much when you find a job, which is nothing wrong with that, but you're making a decision to give someone else power over your income. And that's a decision. That's and that's something that you can control like yourself. But we give we put it in the power of somebody somebody else and we never even think about it that way. Right. It's just it's normal. You just go get a job. So you work all these all these years for people and you mad, maybe you a little bitter, had some things happen, and you're just mad, right? Because you get fired or something. There's something. There's somebody, somebody I know of got fired the other day. Just, they didn't plan on getting fired. They just got fired, right? And I'm worried about them because you don't like that'll change your life. But what happens if she works for yourself and you have one more layer of control than except, you know, giving it to somebody else? Or if you just work for somebody, but then have something else that you just kind of do for yourself too on the side. So all your eggs aren't in one basket, but, but I remember just kind of going back to the time where I really, like, when you think about what now, I remember when I moved to South Carolina, I'm just going to do this South Carolina stuff. Cause it's been, I'm still here and I don't think I'm leaving as soon as I would like to. So I'm just going to do it. So, but I remember when I moved here, tried to do some stuff, it didn't work. And my 401k was going, I pretty much went to zero or close to zero. And I was working there to take all these jobs I didn't want to take. And I was working at a college. I talked talk about this a long time ago. You hear me, I always say these jobs are trash. And, and a lot of them are. Yeah, I stick to that. And then it was, and I was still, even though I was an entrepreneur at that point, I wasn't successful. And all of it. And anyway, you're just trying to figure stuff out. You're just trying to figure out, I was trying to figure out what to do, what to work, how, what job am I going to do? And I go to these jobs and I'm going to have, I'm just hating. I mean, I'm hating all these jobs. I'm hating all of them consecutively, but I work at the college. I'm like, man, they're taking, man, he's taking advantage of people, putting these people in debt. Like I can't really do this. And I think at that point was when I learned the lesson, I learned the hard lesson that I taught myself. I said, it's not these jobs. I was, it's really, I was, it's not the job. Like it's me. It's me. I'm just not compatible with the system. It's like when you eat some bad food, it just doesn't sit well with you and you got to get it out. And for me, that's what it is. Like I'm trying to get up out of the system or work in a different capacity. I'm more concerned with ownership and having that equity and something. That's, that's where my goals lie. But once I acknowledged that it was me who had the problem, it wasn't the jobs, it's me. So then I switched everything else that I did. And I said, okay, if I'm going to have to work, work, work for people, which is fine, then I need to find jobs where there's some synergy and I can find some alignment in what I do. So I only apply for jobs. And only would take jobs where the leadership was competent and I was somebody who I respected and had experience. And I was in a situation where I was at least able to help people. And I had to take another job when COVID hit. That was about survival. That's another story for another day. But, but, but just saying a part of by owning up to what your flaws are, my flaw is that I don't really like that corporate stuff. They ain't too playing games and they could just fire you at any moment. I don't have a lot of the control that I want. So I said, well, I'm just going to empower myself to find a situation that gives me the best chance at longevity. And that's being in a position where I help people having somewhat autonomy and just working with skilled leadership. That's what I look for. Like I'm interviewing the person that's interviewing me. They might not see it that way, but I know if I work with somebody who doesn't know what they're doing and I think they're not capable, I would get frustrated. I'm just going to leave because I can't do it. I can't do it. So why would I even waste my time if I don't have to, if I'm not in survival mode, but I think I just wanted to touch on that and understand that we have a lot more control than what we think we have and that we can, can, we can have power over certain aspects of what we do, which will give us a greater chance of success. It doesn't ensure success, 
but she would increase the odds. But do I guess, cause I was just talking for quite, quite a bit. Oh, you're good. So, so when it comes to this, when, when it comes to the fact, like just kind of rebuilding yourself and building yourself back up, have you ever had any experiences or just a point of reference to where you think it, it's something that would really put somebody in a position or what perspective or mindset do you think someone has to have to really elevate themselves to the next level once they've done, cause you've done a lot of hard work just to get back to where you can function, to where you, you, you are all right. I'm right? saying you're great. You just are all right. How do you, what's the mindset? What's, what's the work that you feel goes in, into kind of taking that next step? To take that next step, man, is, is literally what, what's that statement they say? It's not about the size of the dog. It's more or less about the fight in the dog. You know what I'm saying? You really, you know, whatever you went through, I hope and pray that you get to a mental state where you can bring out your full potential. That's literally what that means. And that's what it's going to have to take for you to keep coming back even stronger and stronger and stronger and stronger. You know, if you have that type of what we call beast mode mentality, you're going to, nothing's going to stop you, man. You know what I'm saying? It's all in here. So if you can convince yourself that you can do it, or you can at least convince yourself that you can work towards something that's going to be better than what your current current situation you're in. That's all you need, man. That's all you need. And when you do find some kind of uh, status where you can, you know, claim yourself as being comfortable, you have to remind yourself that this ain't it. You know what I'm saying? You didn't work your ass off just to be comfortable. You worked your ass off to be ahead of where you anticipated where you were going to land. So the whole idea of the mindset or my psyche when I dropped rock bottom from a great job and went all the way back and shot through the roof and doing excel past that, right? My whole mindset was, you know, dang, I'm rock bottom. I don't ever want to feel like this again. I don't ever want to deal with the same pressures. You know, I want to get certain bill collectors off my ass, you know, I want to get, you know, certain family members off my back. I want to be able to be socially acceptable or socially accepted by people that know, you know, they can know and see that I'm doing good for myself. You know what I'm saying? That all plays into your psyche. So, you know what I'm saying? Once you have that type of mentality, like you want to keep yourself, you know, you get on that path, whether that's by documenting on how you're going to do it coming up with a plan, how you're going to do it, you know, being relentless, being hungry, showing people that you're hungry. And even when people are shutting their door, you still remain hungry. Like that doesn't deter your motive, motivation or your libido for you to, you know, succeed. You just go elsewhere. So what I mean by that is like, you're pretty much in a survival mind state where you take no for an answer, literally. Like, okay, you shut me down. There's several other options on the table where I can take my business elsewhere and do it. Now, the one part that people don't tell you is the other part or the biggest part is sacrifice. What are you willing to sacrifice for you to get back to the top? Is that friendship? Is that mentorship? That family matters? Is that leaving your job? Is that getting your ass out of Michigan and moving to Florida or getting your ass out of Michigan to Alaska 
Or maybe is it the other side of the world? I don't know. Whatever that may look like. How desperate or determined, well, not necessarily desperate, but in a sense, low-level desperate, how determined are you to getting to where you want to be? That's what's going to determine, and that's what's really going to be the genetic makeup for a short period of time, but it may seem like a long period of time for you, but once you're through it, you're going to look back and be like, dang, that was a really short period of time where I really had to grind and I had to do stuff that I did not want to do, but I'm here now. You know, that's, that's the kind of stuff I had to do. So whenever I went through that whole transition of being humbled greatly, making close to minimum wage after making, being on salary, you know, I was there for about a year and a half and that's when things started to pick up a little bit. And then you're kind of stagnant because you're like, it's not quite there, but I'm, I'm a lot further along than just getting paid minimum wage, you know? You find other avenues. You're like, do I need to go back to school to educate myself? Do I need to communicate or buddy, have a buddy system? You know, make friends with certain people that can bring me up with them. You know, you got to think about all those types of things. Is there something where I have to go out there and be more aggressive about the product I'm selling if I'm an entrepreneur? These are the type of things you got to think about. So when you do that, man, and you stay hungry and you stay creative, you know what I'm saying? Um, that's what really gets you back up because the opportunities are just going to come endlessly. So it's almost like every idea you come up with that you pursue, there's more than one opportunity that's going to come behind that. And as long as you have that mindset and realize that, bro, you can eat forever. I kid you not. You can eat forever. Any idea that you have, there's at least five to 10 more opportunities off of that idea alone. Think about that. And you might be someone that has several ideas. So just think about how often or how well you could really prosper out here. So that was my situation. And I had to think about how or what route I wanted to go, whether it was music, professionalism, or was it another professionalism route? You know what I'm saying? And you pick one and you Stay consistent with it, of course. And, you know, the plan is if you're hungry enough, you venture out to that next idea and you expound upon that. And then you that's how you keep it going. You know what I'm saying? This is how millionaires do stuff. They may have multiple ideas at one time, but they stay consistent on one till it works. Then they go on, venture to the next thing, and they do the same thing that they did prior to it. So it's all about training your mind to get down a routine or a system to where you can master your craft. And then you go on to the next idea and you master that craft too. It's a system. So there's an activity that I want to share something that I've been attempting to do recently <laughs> that I've been working on, but this is just, it's more so just a, uh, exercise. This is something you can do this. You can do this in your phone. You can do a sheet of paper. You can write this on a napkin. If you, Cognitive enough, you probably might be able to do it in your head, but sometimes writing that stuff out means something. But, you know, every day when you wake up, just write down three things that you're gra- gra- grateful for. Like for me today, I can walk, I can see, I can breathe. And I was sick for a month. I'm delighted to be able to breathe. You know, these episodes ain't stopped though. That's how we, that's how we keep the, the vault. Yeah, but you would never know. But 
But but those are my three things that I was grateful for. And then on the other end, you can write down three things that are in your control to influence. Three things that you're in control of. And for me today, it was like mindset, my attitude, and just long term and the long term goal, which for me is freedom, right? And for me, actually, just a small win, just a just a small win, and like a small win for me was like made some passive income. Money made money in my sleep. That was a small, like, this is a small way. It wasn't as much as I would like, but it's better than zero. And I was making it while I was snoozing. So, <laughs> but, but, uh, but yeah, three things you're grateful for, three things that are in your, in your ability to control in just a small way. And that's it. I can speak for today. Like yesterday, I had a bad day. Today, I had another bad day, but I kind of predicted this one. I knew it was coming. And the first thing I, when I got up this morning, I said, I did what I was grateful for. And I did the things I needed to control. First thing I told myself, fix your attitude. And then I was getting a little bit upset during the day. And I told my, I did this Jedi mind trick. And I was, I was like, Marcus, you need to fix your attitude to how it needs to be hours from now when you're by yourself, because you can't, you got to keep your composure. So I pulled it together. You wouldn't even know that I was upset, but you have to do that sometimes. And if you're mindful of what, and part of that, why I share that is because if you're being mindful about what's going on with you, you're keeping the inventory. You know, I knew the most important thing for me to focus on today when I got up was making sure my attitude was in check. And like I said, after I did that Houdini Jedi mind trick to get through the day, it worked. And that was, that's what was necessary. So that's what I just knew what I need to focus on. And the small win for me for today is just making it through the day. That's it. That's it. So, well, like I said, just if you have time, just practice so easy. Three things you're grateful for. Three things in your power you, you, you can control in a small win. And keep it simple. Well, that's hey, it. Man. That's all I got to say, man. I was going to chime in, but I wanted you to finish that thought. I feel like I Thanks. Be, be cutting you off a lot lately. So, but attitude, man, I don't know how many times attitude, especially in my younger years, has cost me. Cost me. You may not say it, but your face does. You may not say it but your eyes do. You may not say it, but your response tells everything. And I didn't burn so many bridges over time to realize the best way to win, especially when you're down bad and even whoever, whatever powers may be, may be above you at the time know they have the upper hand. The worst thing you can do is show them you defeated. And I, I pride myself on just staying consistent. Not saying you got to be over, over joyful, you know, you, you know, ain't, ain't shit sweet. You ain't got to be overly happy. But one of my advice to you and my challenge out there for you guys, because I'm pretty sure attitude is, damn near top three for everybody especially young people young adults especially you know i think that you gotta definitely check yourself man you gotta really understand your response is everything especially when you're speaking to older generations and they really go off of that man you know what i'm saying like your attitude your response you know what i'm saying don't give people the satisfaction of knowing exactly what you got going on in your brain the upper hand that you have whether you realize it or not, is being consistent. 
So if you melancholy and you a very like melancholy type of person, stay that way. I'm not saying that that's the best solution, but it's the right solution given situations that are unfavorable for you. It's the best thing you can do when things go bad is stay consistent. Keep them guessing. By them guessing, that helps you figure out more things about what's really going on. That's one. And two, that buys you time to make a solution to make things better for yourself. I'm good. Hey, y'all. Thanks for listening. We appreciate it. Hey, check us out. You know, we always say we got the clips on TikTok. Running the marathon here. But, but if you can, if you feel like we talked about something that would connect with somebody else, definitely share it. Share it if you like, and hopefully help somebody get through whatever they're dealing with. But hey, we appreciate your support. Take care. Be safe. Later.